This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As your kids, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. <laughs> I guess they're up on me. What's up, soulmates and TGIF fans? Welcome to another episode of TGIF. I have uh, with me tonight uh, my wonderful co-host, Mr. Funky Dineva. <laughs> you know, Al, this is so funny watching you try to improv this. I know, right? I don't have a script. So, Mace Claudia is having a little bit of technical difficulties over there. So, me and Alec are going to wing the first part of this show. But we are here to break down all the latest in celebrity gossip, celebrity entertainment news. Listen, we can't do this as good as Claudia would, that dog. But at any rate, Al, how was your new year? Oh, so, you know, my new year was actually really great. Um, I spent it in. Um, Atlanta. Uh, I brought in the new year with Nene at her lounge. Um, and we had a great time. We had a lot of a lot of fun people were there. Tamar Braxton was there. Delicious was there, to name a few. And it was just a lot of love and a lot of fun. It was exactly the way if I was going to do it in like some type of club environment, how I would like to do it. That's what's up. So me and some friends, we chartered a yacht. And we brought in the new year over Biscayne Bay. We were down in Brickell, fireworks all around when the clock struck 12. It was just, it was just amazing. Very, very prosperous, very premonition of the future type of new year. I couldn't have, couldn't have expected any better. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We got to shout out my fraternity brothers there. Don't do it, Q. I saw you get ready to move on. You know, give us the love now. Give us the respect. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll do it really quickly for you. Don't worry. I want to shout out to all my brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. This is our 111th Founders Day. This is my 29th year in the bond queue. I pledged in fall of 1993. As you know, Kappa Alpha Psi members are some of the most notable members in the arts and and athletics and business and civil rights and education. Some that you all may be familiar with are Arthur Ashe, one of the first um, African-American men or only African-American man to win in the Wimbledon as well as the U.S. Open in Australia. Robert L. Johnson is also a capital brother, uh, one of the richest men in America. We also have Ralph Abernathy, who was the mentor to Martin Luther King, a a member of Alpha Phi Alpha, I might add. And uh, one other in the film and television is John Singleton. So shout out to these notable brothers and a shout out to all the members of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. And with that, guys, we are going to take a break. We'll be back. Stick around. All right, guys, welcome back to TGIF. So listen, I'm sorry about that. I um, went and thought I got fancy, went and spent a whole bunch of money, bought a whole new, brand new computer. with an iMac? 
brand new screen. I had KJ set me up. I went and put on some lashes. When I came back, the sound wasn't working. So my apologies. And fellas, uh, way to wing the show and ad lib on the <laughs> All right. Anyways, we are back. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Good. Yeah, y'all need, to, y'all need more. <laughs> so you need to hear more incredible brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi. No, Carl we don't want to hear this. Will Chamberlain, Dr. Mark Lamont Hill, Stan Lotlin. Who y'all? Y'all want some more? What's going on? Listen, if we <laughs> if we gonna dedicate the whole dog on show to Kappa Alpha Psi, Cedric right? the Entertainer, Tavis Smiley, Finesse Mitchell. Do I need to keep going? No. <laughs> Congratulations! Is a happy birthday? What is it? Is it a? Is it the one hundred and eleven Founders Day? It is like a birthday. Okay, well, happy they birthday! Having a cotillion tonight or something. <laughs> Want to get your gowns in the hills, Cinderella? Uh, 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 that hey. was your, that was your frat brother in the hills, brother. So what's so what's a fresh New Year? What are y'all sipping on? First of all, I missed that part. What y'all drinking on? So, you know, I always bring in the new year trying to do my fitness thing and and the whole I'm going to stop drinking and drink fruit juices. So tonight's episode is brought to you by this nice protein shake that I'm drinking. Really? Yeah. He's so full of it, Claudia. He had two gentlemen callers last night. Two, no, he, had to see about, he had to see about two dogs. <laughs> you know, I, I run a saved and sanctified house at the beginning of the year. So Al, so we, Al, what happened since you spilled? Spill? Oh no, that's what he said. That's what he told me. But I, I guess he don't want to talk about it tonight. We know not to get on his bad side because he a railroad us. Have you had love in twenty twenty two? Q? No. Loving? Maybe. Love? <laughs> yes. You are smiling. The skin is flowing and glossy. <laughs> Look at you. You don't got some last night, did you? Did. <laughs> how was your new well, you know okay new year's that that was this is our first show of the new year did y'all yes. make any new year's resolutions anything y'all want to work on or is it just like whatever you know what this is this is one of the years i can honestly say my life is great only thing i got to do is stay the course like mm-hmm. there honestly is nothing that i that i have identified that i need to correct i got I, I got my fitness going got my health going got my credit good Got my oil change, and you know, I, I just got to stay the course. Okay, Al, how about you? Any New Year's resolution? Do you, do you so make them? I'm gonna tell you, my colleague Selena Johnson over there, Cocktails with the Queens, has really motivated me from her new show where she uh, decided she wanted to be a um, power builder, like a, a what do you call that? A bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Body yeah. So I'm gonna spend. Uh, 2022 prepping, and maybe I will compete like her in 2023. Really? Yes. I, I mean, she has totally motivated me, totally 100% motivated me to give this thing one more good run. I think I got one more good run in me with this body. I think yeah. I can pull it off. I think you so can. Thanks, do Selena. Fitness. Thanks, Selena. The fitness part, I'm sure you can do, but do you think you can? Do you think how are you with um, self control when it comes to food? I know that's the problem. And alcohol. Same. But we're going we're going we're going we're going we're going to work on it. That's a resolution. That's what a re- resolution is for, right? It's something to set as a goal or a bar. So, hey, let's see if I can pull it off. We can unveil cool. it all right here on TGIF. All right. Al, cool. Listen, Al is a party boy and he is a lady of the night. Okay? He's <laughs> not giving up that alcohol. So, 
A lady of the night, no sir. A party boy, yes. <laughs> Al was used to, when we used to hang out, we would be at our essence. He would get his party on so bad that I have to lie to him and say I'm going to the bathroom so I could sneak out and go back to my room because right. he would want to keep on going for like another 12 hours. That's he right. gets his party on. All right, all right. It's TJF, so let's get into some hot topics. Uh all right, y'all. So, well, we weren't the only ones that got super turned this new year. Um, Andy Cohen hosted CNN's uh, New Year's Eve Live in Times Square, and it appeared he was slightly intoxicated. Let's take a look. Thing that year. Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what how, a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So, sayonara, sucker. <laughs> Uh, okay, Andy, admittedly, uh, you know, he admitted to being overserved. That's a nice way to put it, overserved, which resulted in him in taking some alcohol fuel jabs at Ryan Seacrest and his uh, New Year's Eve show on ABC. There were also rumors that people were saying that Andy was fired, but CNN confirmed that the network addressed it with him and looks forward to having him back with his slurring ass next year. Uh, what do y'all think? Do you think folks are being too hard on Andy? I mean, it was New Year's Eve. And you're supposed to get the drink on. What do y'all think about this? You know, it's weird, right? I don't really know what to make of it because on one token, it is New Year's Eve, right? And it's celebratory and we're all having a good time. And y'all, we have had a rough last two years. So everybody's in the mood to party. I just don't know how to reconcile that with you also at work. Like you're at work, New Year's Eve or not, you're at work, you're live on air. And then I think it would have been different if he was like tipsy and laughing, but then it turned very political and you started talking mess. Then you started talking mess about ABC and Ryan Seacrest, which I think that kind of crossed the line for me. It was a bit unprofessional and unwarranted. Like, why are you even doing that? Um, The question I have is, if it was anybody else, and I don't even want to make this about race, but if it was anybody else, would they have been fired? You know what I'm saying? And they probably would have. And I love how he just delicately glazed over and said he was a bit overserved. No, bitch, <laughs> you was drunk at work. Okay, call it what it is. You was drunk at work. Al, what do you think about this? <laughs> he couldn't have been overserved because he served himself, number one. We saw him pouring his own drinks. That's number one. You know, the funny part is CNN is going through a crisis. They fired Chris Cuomo for the sex of charges and the indiscretion. Don Lemon has sex charges and indiscretion. They can't fire Andy Cohen. They 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 are just throwing everybody away. And even though I said they need to re- do a rehold revamp, but I'm like I'm with fucking on this one. I just don't know if there was a black talent black male talent that could go live on television and attack another network in their New Year's Eve show, as well as attack the mayor of the city in which the show is going live in. I just don't feel like we, uh, African-American man, would have been able to do that. And then on top of it all, he he said, I'm not apologizing for being drunk. Only thing he wants to apologize is for attacking Ryan Seacrest. Something about this doesn't resonate with me. Mm -mm, I don't like it. Listen, when you have a job and you let them have alcohol on it, that's kind of what comes with it. I'm sure the producers weren't shocked that he was sitting there throwing them back. I'm sure he didn't just appear drunk. He probably was sitting there drinking during the breaks and all that kind of stuff. But I agree. Yeah, you are. You know, you're supposed to do your job and be professional. 
But I think New Year's Eve is the one where you probably make it a little bit of a pass, but he shouldn't have came for Ryan Seacrest. And another another network because that was kind of messy. Yeah. You know and what I mean? listen, and I've I've had television jobs where we've been able to drink on set, but you kind of limit it to one or two drinks. Like <laughs> I know I like to get saucy. So I'm going to have like one part Hennessy, three parts Coke. I'm not going to sit here and get uh, saucy because you know when you drink, you're good after one drink, you're good after two, but three becomes five and they all run run together at that point. First of all, the whole scene and broadcast was with the lady that said she's going to have no more broke D in, in 2020. Yes. Like, the whole thing was lit. Like it made me yeah. kind of want to rock with C- Like I, I stepped away from CNN after they got rid of Cuomo. I was like, I'm sick of y'all right now. But now I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm, I might kind of go see what's happening. They seem like they turned into a hot-ass mess, and I think I'm, I'm here for it. And did you see how Don Lemon, he couldn't hear, and he kept trying to hear what she was saying? And he was like, oh, no, bro, D, and fell out laughing. It was hilarious. I like that. Yeah, that, I like seeing that when they when they are not firing our faves. All right, y'all, we got to move on to this next story. The uh, Albany County, uh, New York District Attorney's Office said it will be do- dropping uh, misdemeanor criminal charges filed against former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. That was related to a claim of sexual harassment made by him by a former aide. Now, the dismissal of the uh, Class A demeanor charge came just three days before Cuomo was scheduled to appear in Albany City Court for the first time for the case, and which was filed in October. Um, they just feel like they can't approve the case. What are your thoughts on this update? Listen, this when, when, we, when we got this story today, this infuriated me on so many levels. Number one, it was political get back. Okay. That, there was never nothing from the beginning, but the thing that bothers me the most, and I knew that this was going to happen. The me too movement educated us to believe that we are supposed to blindly believe a woman when she says something has happened. That's what it said. We're not supposed to question them. We're not supposed to doubt them because we're re-traumatizing women when they do this. But there are also some treacherous ass women out there who can use this clause or this movement to damage people. This man has now lost his job. He's lost his reputation. His legacy has been tarnished over some BS that y'all, y'all, come on now, y'all. Now it's not even going to go to court. At this point, I'm going to need the man to go to prison after all he don't lost and after all how y'all ran his name through the month. I'm going to need you to have more than sorry. We don't have enough to, to, to persecute him. I, I just don't like it. Uh, what do you think about this case? It basically boils down to uh convicting him of kissing two women on the cheek and then there was some talks about a maybe a butt cusp well can he have his job back if he didn't do it can he get his job back does anybody know the rules around resignations and and false false charges if he's found innocent can he unre can he unresign this case was bs from the beginning it boils down to him kissing two women on the cheek. Now, I know some women are going to come in the comments and feel free. Have at it because I stand by this. As you know, there's a lot of people here who are out here really getting raped, really getting violated. And then you have women coming forward talking about he kissed me on the cheek. You know what do you do when he kisses me on the cheek? Sir, back up. Don't do that. You know, you don't d- diminish the, the Me Too movement, the real ones and the real w- victims of real sexual abuse and assault. Yes, the man was in power. I understand that whole entire dynamic. 
But this guy was a governor and he uh, lost everything over two women claiming that they, he kissed them on the on the cheek, uninvited, unauthorized. And now they can't prove the case and the charges get thrown out. So now what does he do? What does he do? And you want to know what's stupid? According to that narrative, then um, I am the biggest sexual assaulter in the world because I live in Miami and every woman we greet is a kiss on the cheek. The, 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 that's the, the Latin. That's the Latin in me. That's every time you hug somebody here in Miami. It's, uh, uh, so I guess I don't assault it the whole Miami Dade County following these two helpers. My family being Italian, when I go, well, half my family, when we go there, there's plenty of times one of my little weirdo relatives or a, a, a friend of the family would go to kiss and they kiss twice. I didn't like it, but it, I didn't deem it as sexual assault. I, it was from power, men more powerful than me, older than me. Yes, he wasn't the governor, but I didn't like it. I didn't think of it as a rape. I didn't think of it as a sexual assault. And I damn sure wouldn't think that you, someone should lose everything over a kiss. Now, when you start feeling on f- sexual organs and forcing yourself upon someone, like in a sexual way, that's something. Uh, we got to have, get back to common sense. I guess, I think the overcorrection is ruining everything. And it's irritating. Meanwhile, you got Trump out here with all his cases, with actual DNA uh, evidence. And you got Matthew Gates with these underage girls, allegedly. And they're still out here living their best life. And Jim Jordan condoning the molestation of men on the wrestling team in Ohio. So let's get into all of that. All right. We got to take a quick commercial break, I believe. When we come back, we got to talk about Jelaine Maxwell. Didn't know she had a husband. I thought she was just Jeffrey Epstein's side piece. And um, he left her hanging. He is not ride or die. I we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. We were talking during the break about the whole Cuomo thing. And I'm seeing some comments. Tanya Christian says what Cuomo does now is to run for governor again or run for president. I feel like he should really go forward with really making a big deal out of y'all had this witch hunt with me with Donald Trump was saying that all the time, but this was an actual witch hunt and you can't prove the charges. So what we do now, I I think he could be actually, maybe this could be a good move if he does, if he flips it the right way. I agree with Tanya. I think she can turn this negative into a positive and and people love a big comeback story. So Mm. and I don't know if they feel in their new governor right now. So Mm, oh girl all right y'all sweet old girl jelaine maxwell's husband who knew she was even married uh before we went to break q said something about her that i i thought she was a lesbian (laughs) i did well she turns out she was married to a man he ended their five-year marriage over the phone he's savage actually they both look like lesbians (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay scott borgerson uh, and galane maxwell secretly married in 2016 shortly after maxwell was found guilty of helping jeffrey epstein's traffic young girls her husband calls her while she was behind bars to ha- tell her he had moved on with another woman what do you think about her you know how her husband moved on so quickly and calls her on the phone to break up with her savage that ain't savage. I don't blame him. How else are you supposed to get in contact with somebody in prison? Go see them. Over the collect- It's COVID. It's COVID. Um, you can't go see prison. You can't go, you can't go see him, number one. Number two, the crimes that she committed, I could just never, especially if he was not aware of what she was doing in the background, I could never look her in the face again. And number two, I'm not no ride or die. You got 90 days to do in jail. And after 90 days, I'm moving on. I am not holding That's nobody horrible, down. Q. I'm not That's holding horrible. nobody down in jail. I'm not holding nobody down in prison. I am not going to go to jail with you. 
because you don't went to jail. So that man did the right. That lady ain't getting out of jail no time soon. What he supposed to keep his finances and his social security tied up with her ass and and, and supposed to uh, pleasure himself? No, that man gonna move on. No man's no man except Papoose is holding a woman down in prison. None, none of y'all, but all these all sisters. Stop holding these men down because they will never do it for us. Like he said, 90 days. You lucky if you get that. Al, what you think about this? This is, you know, actually, guys, this story is way more interesting than we're than we're giving it. But, uh, you know, she's she's looking at about 65 years with those five counts. Uh, each count carries five to 40 years. Um, and she should because she was messing with 14 year old girls. That's that's the deplorable. But the interesting part is she married this 30 when she married him. He was 39. This 60 year old woman marrying a 39 year old man back in 2016. Now, the funny part is he is dumping her now and taking all her money because she transferred all her money before she went to court into a trust that's controlled by him. Now, how great is that? He is taking her all the way to the bank. But the other side of that is this millionaire tech guy has a little bit of dirt in his bag, too. He is uh, he is allegedly being um, investigated for tax fraud and a whole host of other things. So maybe they were more partners than not. But I think he's going to use her net worth, which we understand is north of 20 million to get himself out of his tax invasion. That's why he's divorcing her. I'm just glad it ain't black people messing up right now. With this right. <laughs> well, listen, here's the thing. Ordinarily, I would feel some type of way about that man taking her money. But all she needs is $20 for commissary anyway. She <laughs> she's not getting out. So there's right. nothing she could do with the money any damn way. It was she old. It was going to be sitting in the bank anyway. So the net effect to her is zero. Rather, he spend it or rather, it just sit there. She ain't got access to it. So he might as well spend it. Okay. Yeah. Good points. All right, y'all moving on. Speaking of trash, I mean, cheaters, Tristan Thompson's paternity test revealed that Marilee Nichols is the mother of his baby. Congratulations are in order. Tristan took to his Instagram story to own up to his actions and publicly apologize to his male, t- to Khloe Kardashian. He wrote, Khloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I've caused you. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I'm so incredibly sorry. Now, Chloe's ex-husband, Lamar Odom, reportedly uh, also had a word to say about the situation. Odom left a comment on a Facebook post regarding Chloe and Tristan and said, I truly wish nothing but the best for her. And I'm hoping we can reconnect and talk one day as friends. She's a good person and deserves the world. Do y'all think Tristan is sincere? What do y'all think about this? And do you think Clay will take him back? I think Tristan has little boy syndrome. I think that his 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 brain development got stunted at the age of 15. Um, I've said this on this show before as adults, as an adult, I don't do I'm sorry. I don't do apologies. I mean, they mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? They mean it means absolutely nothing when you have done what you have done repeatedly to this girl and and here's what i've come to figure out about love and relationships they're not that hard when you love somebody and you respect them you make it your goal to not hurt the person chloe and all the other chloe's out there need to see 
that this man just does not care about you. He does not. He likes the association. He likes the perks. But this man does not care about you. And she needs to move on. And he needs to grow up and learn to communicate and be direct with women about what he wants. I agree. Al, what are your thoughts on this? I'm on the fence. I got to be honest. I'm just on the fence. I'm on the fence on so many ways here. Number one, we know that he did not write that. He did not write that statement. He did, like you said, he doesn't even have the, the ability to write a statement like that. I think that that statement was written by his future mother-in-law um, because they're, they are doing this Hulu show. And this statement is going to feed into the narrative when they come back together. I honestly don't think that Chloe is all that devastated. I think Kim said it well when she said Chloe with a basketball player is what she likes and it's what she knows. I mean, she's used to being cheated on. And let's just really look at this, you guys. Who says that it's really that bad or it's it's over? Listen, Dwayne Wade had a baby on Gabrielle Union. They live in their best lives as the couple of the year in, 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 in our community. Camilo Anthony had a baby on Lala. She hid that baby for seven years. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like there are certain women who are okay with what they signed up for. And it looks to me that Chloe is okay. She's into NBA players. This is their lifestyle. This is what they do. Maybe she doesn't think of it as being disrespectful. And maybe she can rock with it. Maybe she wants to be with him forever. I think she's disrespected. I think she feels disrespected. I think she feels devastated. I think Chloe really does want love like most people do, no matter rich, famous. That doesn't change that. But I think she has something to prove so badly that she can hold on to a man. And honey, this is not the guy for you. He left his pregnant girlfriend for you. You've got to look at people's track records. If they do it to them, I don't know why women, a lot of women, I have to call on my girls right now. We always think, not me. That was her, not me. I'm different. No, you're not. It's not really about you. It's about him. And I just feel like she, you know, I don't know if she's going to take him back this time because this is a whole baby on her. And I don't know. She should be humiliated. And there's a lot of other guys that want her, I guess. You know what's more, you know what's more troubling about the whole thing? You know, and, and Chris Jenner is so good with the PR stuff. She really needs to get Chloe some healing, all right? Because it is beyond obvious that Chloe is still suffering from the ugly duckling syndrome. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she probably doesn't feel worthy of anything better. That's why she continues to put up with this stuff. And Al, to your to your point with Jada, I mean, not, not Jada, with Dwayne and Gabrielle, you know, your man or your woman make a mistake one time, you know, maybe you can work through it. A baby is something I don't think I would ever be able to work through. But this man has just made a repeated pattern of embarrassing this girl publicly. I, I just think she needs to move on. He's not going to stop. Every time he says, I'm sorry, and you take him back, you reinforce the idea that all he has to do is buy you roses and sit on the bench for a little bit and you'll take them back. The best apology is change behavior. And that's never been done here more than a couple of months. And at this point, I think it'd be a great time for Chloe to maybe apologize or reach out to Jordan Woods because they made it seem like she was the biggest harlot in town when her man, Chloe's man, kissed Jordan. Never mind all these other women. So we over here forgiving babies and getting over that. How about you forgive the, the, the girl that was besties with your sister and held your sister who loves your family, 
who happened to, you know, young, dumb crap right there. It was a kiss. It was a kiss. And I, I, I just don't think it was cool how they, well, how they did Jordan. Not that Jordan was a saint, but damn, mm-hmm. I bet you'd rather have that situation now than, than what you got right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hot ass mess. All right, y'all. Uh, moving on. Let's go on to the next. Uh, apparently. Really Chris- quickly. How you just be that rich and your whole family a mess? Bob <laughs> in China. Chloe and it's like y- y'all got everything everybody would want and y'all are just a mess that's how they got it that's how they got it that's why that's why, that's why they're a billion do- that's why they're all a billion dollar brand because they are a mess that's what we're valuing in America and in the world nowadays we are valuing mess there's no more there, you know, anybody who is who works hard and who who has a a, a a job, you know, a basic job, all of those who who are the salt of the earth aren't being rewarded anymore. There's no commodity in it. The commodity is in the mess. And they are taking it all the way to the bank. Like I said before, good is bad and bad is good right now in society. And that's what's getting those checks, those blue check marks, those hosting gigs, those reality shows, those deals. Good is boring. Oh, she's boring. No storyline. Oh, go screw your sister's man or your best friend's man. Oh, three seasons. Uh, Apparently, Tristan gifted his daughter, True, with uh, dozens of roses before he admitted to being the father of his third child's. Um, y'all think had anything to do this had anything to do with what he was about to do, or you think it was just I mean, why do we even know about this? Oh, he must have put it, he put it out there. So I guess so. I think it's just sad that that's that's what that young lady is gonna expect every time something strange or awkward or negative happens in her life. She wants to be made to feel pretty and and, and get a, a gift. That's setting that young, that little girl up for failure. If you ask me to have a regular relationship, that's not what you do when you do something wrong. You don't give your daughter flowers. What are you giving her flowers for? I didn't really understand that. And basketball player or not, like growing up, knowing that your father's a whore. I don't care what the the the, the um, profession is. It's not a good look to know that your dad, like your dad is for the streets. And your dad, anyone could have sex with your dad if they want to. All they got to do is send him a Snapchat message and stroke his little dumb ego because <laughs> he seems a little slow to me. And then and then you get in there like girls want women want men that are a little selective about their penis as well. It's not just about us being pristine. Like, it'd be nice to not have a guy that's so for the streets and so obvious. Anyways, well, I mean, I, OK, so let's talk about that. Can we break that down for a second? Because what appears to me in the entertainment industry, all they do is pass each other's leftovers around to each other, including the Kardashians. Let's let's really look at this. Is that really what you're saying, Claudia? Or is that kind of what you think? Because that's not what I see going on in an industry. What do you mean? You think well, everyone's I, just sharing each other? Well, I, I mean, them. that's what it looks like. Look, everybody's you know, you know dating everybody. Think, you know why I think that is, Al? I think. It's 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 the conquering warrior mentality. And I think that certain people bring you status like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you were able to bag Larsa Pippen and then you were able to turn around and bag Amber Rose, then you were t- able to turn around and bag Kim Kardashian. Like it, it it's it's in a, a weird, sick, twisted way. It gives people status. Okay, it gives the man status. But Claudia's comment was that women don't want passed around D. Right. And that what you said? Well, not like long term. Of course, we know that most men that we get are going to have way more bodies. You know, we know that like just by 
I don't know, society, just how it is. But um, I, I prefer not to know that you was with 10 of my friends or five people that I, I see on television <laughs> know, right? or cast members. I mean, I would prefer that. Right. But uh, yeah, it's also like you are dating in your circle, right? So if you're always at award right. shows and games and all the hot girls in Atlanta know all the hot girls in Miami and know all right. the hot girls and guys right. in New York, that's just how it is. It's like one big black college campus when you get to that level. I get that. Right. But damn, can it not be like a friend of your sister's? Like, can it cannot be your sister. Like, can it cannot be your like your sister's best friend? And the okay, so am I the only one who find rich men behind the scenes attractive? Like, no, if I, I was Kobe Kardashian with all the access, I would want right. me a Hollywood producer. I would want right. me a director. I would want me a, a, a NBA team owner. I would want me a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon. Like she has access to all these types of men, but you keep going after these, these types. Yeah, but that, that's, that's quite clear why she does it. I mean, it, for her, it's all about like, like uh, Claudia was saying, it's about marketing. It's about, it's about, you know, getting likes and, and it being hot and, and who's following. So she's dating who's hot. She's, uh, she's dating who's in trend. That's what they built their brand on. So I totally get that. I, I just feel like sometimes, though, I feel like, am I the only one that when I walk into a room with my lady or in, in my case, maybe my man, I don't want 10 or 15 people in that room who've already had her or him. Is, is that wrong on my part? Maybe as, a Gemini, maybe as a Gemini, I'm just like way more territorial or I, I want, you know, I want, I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm screwed up that way. No, I just no, 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 I don't want to walk in a room and like 10 people in that room have, you know, already busted down what I got. I, I just come back from commercial, remind me to tell y'all the oh. story about I walked in the room and three people that I slept with were all there together. And I- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, I believe we, you. <laughs> we got some more stories to cover, but let's talk about that a little bit because um, we and my boyfriend have chats about this all the time. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial oh. break and we will be right back with more TGIF. And Dude, I, thought, so, I thought tales when we come back. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. What were we talking about? I said we were going to talk about we get all our little hotels. <laughs> what? Oh, quickly. Oh, going to parties. Yes, go to parties. Seeing your little yeah, people. Yeah. So, yeah. I used to throw parties in Atlanta back in the day. And I and I, I threw this party. And literally in comes three guys that I had had three separate encounters with. I did not know they were friends. And wow. I'm the I'm the party promoter. The whole night of the party, I'm standing in the corner because now I'm feeling insecure and I'm feeling like they over there talking about me the whole dog on time. I was so embarrassed, and that's when I knew I needed to start keeping my pants on. A little bit. <laughs> it ain't work, <laughs> right? How long ago was this, Q? This was about ten years ago. You lied. <laughs> oh, how many bodies ago was that? A hundred. I'll go to the next story. <laughs> if we do 10 a year, it's a hundred. Oh, Lord. Al, have you ever been to a party and you saw several of the people that you mess around with? Jeez. Oh, um, no, no, no. I don't think so. Not so much. Not so much. Maybe a few. I mean, you know, it, it, it's different. Mm, maybe mm. Here go the lies. Here go the lies. No, 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 no. I'm trying. I'm really trying to think about it. Not, not several. No, maybe one or two. Yes, but not several. No. It, I was at a party once. I, I was hosting parties at uh, Tampa Super Bowl, and my girl was with me. And every, when I tell you, everybody was at this party. 
And I was like, oh, hey, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> I had a little moment. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, y'all all wanted to come to my party. Oh, okay. Anyways, it was, it was, it was kind of fun, though. It was a long time ago. KJ, before I met you, a long time ago. All right, <laughs> moving on. And other uh, Kardashian news, Kanye was spotted on the balcony of his Miami hotel with two women. Kanye was seen on a dinner date with actress Julia Fox in Miami, but he's been uh, practically begging Kim to get back with that's her, damn, to get back with him. Uh, do you think Ye has moved on or uh, we're hearing that he's just trying to make her jealous because maybe these pitches were staged? Is that what, is that what we're thinking? I mean, the making her jealous thing is just not going to work. I mean, she's moved on. Any, any Anybody who knows women knows that once a woman is like with another man publicly and whatever, that she has completely moved on on um i'm concerned about kanye's mental health i really am and i know we joke about it and the bipolarism but i i definitely think all of this may trigger him to have another episode if we're not careful yeah well claudia i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna give all of y'all the good tea now i posted on fox souls um instagram that i was gonna give y'all some good tea and this is the tea now we know that kim has not made it any any questions around her relationship with T Pete Davidson. She's been out in public. She's been gallivanting in the nightlife with him, holding his hands. And recently we've seen that Pete Davidson has a hickey on his neck. And the word is that Kim Kardashian is the one that gave it to him. Now, this is what's really funny now. You know, Kanye, he sees all this stuff. And so Kanye has decided or allegedly has decided that he was going to hire a photographer and take pictures of this his, his outing with these various women in Miami. Now, one thing that we know is that Media 101 is that you do not go out on the balcony as a celebrity with anybody unless you've hired a photographer, you want to be pictures to be taken and you want a story to be placed in the media, period. So to me, Kanye, find a different way to get back at your woman because this way, to me, just reeks of desperado and it's borderline tacky. And the 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 women, no shade to the women. But it this is Kim Kardashian yeah. we're talking about. She ain't worried about these women. She's probably uh -huh. laughing at you because the first thing they did, they, the media took the pictures all over media takeout. They're like, Kanye West spotted out with a basic looking white girl. That's what they said in the, that was a story. That's right. what they said. She They're not holding that. hands. They're not kissing. Then Listen. you got to also make sure that the other person cares. Like, I think right. at this point, Kanye West could bring Princess Diana back from the dead, get engaged to her, and Kim Kardashian still would not give a damn. She's over it. She's moved on. So all of this is for nothing. The time to do it was when she was still in the house. Once yes. she's out, once you get that first sexual encounter with another man and he puts it in, you feel like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did you say put it in? Yes. <laughs> when it first goes in, it's over. It's over because all of the anxiety was, oh, I don't know, different man touching me. Once you let him break the plane, touchdown. It ain't happening no more. It's over, Kanye. These Listen. antics are annoying her more. They're not making her, they're, they're, she's laughing at you with her comedian. And I'm, about to, I'm about to be messy. And you I'm still believe he moved across the street from her for them kids. 
Yes. Oh, I, I definitely feel like he moved across the street for the kids just for normalcy. <laughs> and as a celebrity, that's something different. But let me tell you something. I'm about to be messy. If if he wants to get back at Kim Kardashian, Kanye needs to show up dating somebody like Lala Anthony. It would never happen. Somebody, 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 somebody that's in her camp that she used to rock with, that she used to look up to and used to be jealous of. That's who you need to show up with, Kanye. You don't need to be showing up with these, these, they look like assistants. They look like his chef or something. What if if he dated Chloe? She'll take him. Yeah. And let her cheat on her. And but listen, and and and, and, and sisters, I'ma need y'all to stop harping on the fact that he going and getting these white women and these Puerto Rican women. Let them have his ass, okay? Because there's no Lala Anthony or no Kelly Rowland or no Sierra that's even gonna put up with Kanye ass. I don't even know no black woman in Hollywood that would want Kanye's ass, to be quite honest. I don't. I don't see. I've never seen it. I don't see it. I just feel like. So let him be they problem. We're going to be quiet right here. <laughs> I, every time I. Yeah, I don't want to be in a blog again. Anyway. Oh, and he was also in Texas over the week. Messing around in Houston with a bunch of girls. Like he's really trying to get her attention. Like now he back to being black with the people. Y'all again, he's hanging with us. He's at our clubs. He got his little bass back in his voice. You'll if see he want her attention, how about he just go home and water his lawn? He moved across the street from her. <laughs> you so silly. <laughs> go put on some little hip hugger jeans to <laughs> caress those hips and take his little top off and show up that fresh light bulb and go over there and get her attention. Get your girl back, Kanye West. Good luck with that. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. We're messy today. Janet Jackson's documentary, Janet, premieres on January 28th. In the trailer, she's asked if the sexual abuse allegations against her brother affected her career. She said she felt like she was guilty by association. What do you think about this? And I thought that was a really bold thing for her to, to say to even, because usually they, they kind of like mums the word. They don't really address it like that. So I thought that was really interesting that she even said that. What other jewels do you think shows her up? You know, I don't know. This, this story brought up uh something for me i want us to find a way to disincentivize the media to run the most salacious headlines they can in order for clicks and views mm-hmm. because for the pea brain simple mind people out there they interpreted this as janet jackson saying her brother was guilty and that was not what she was saying at all she was simply saying that everybody was attacking my brother and basically because i was his sister i was being attacked as well nothing more nothing less um but it just sounds better guilty by association you know what i'm saying it's a i mean for me this is this is a non-story okay for me i am here for it all i'm so excited about this everyone knows that i love jackson's i love janet jackson we all do i watched them my whole life growing up the jackson family were like the real superstars not like these new manufactured superstars now we watched this family grow for 40 to 50 years They've always had this attractive mystery about them and around them. The the Janet Jackson finally speaking and answering all the hard questions. I am not going to miss a minute of this 
ever. I love how she talked about her brother. I love how she talked about as a child at five year old, five years old, she felt like that she had a responsibility to be an adult and bring money in that house. I am here for it all. The Jacksons have always been a, an inspiration for me. Joe Jackson, his wife, all of them, love them, love them, love them, love them all. And the most interesting part of this is that the premiere is the week before the Super Bowl, or should we say Nipplegate? The way they have put all of this out, the production on it, the timing of it, the placement of it, I'm here for it today. I cannot wait to the 28th of January. I wonder if she's going to address the rumors, the long-standing Hollywood rumors about her having a child, a secret child with Mr. DeBarge. Yeah, yeah, remember? I that? don't know how you don't. I mean, it because it's definitely a part of a part of her legacy or her her history or her whatever her her credit report. She, you can't skate over that. So I, I, I would imagine even if she denies it or <laughs> laughs it off, she's a Jackson. No, we cannot you talk about. To address I'll be here for that too. <laughs> I wonder if it's true, though. I, I really want to know about that because, like, you know, I, I used to be really good friends with the DeBard family and they would say, you know, they would talk about it a little bit. So I, I almost see the documentary uh, documentary and wait and see. We're going to take a quick commercial break. I want to see it. I'm here for it, though. We're going to check that out, Janet. Uh, that's all coming up, I think, when, on the 28th. We're going to take a quick commercial break, right? Yes. And we'll be back with more show and more mess, extra mess after this break. Welcome back to one of the messiest episodes of TJF starting off 2022, giving y'all a preview of what this year's about to be like. Let me go to the comments real quick because they are talking about Ms. Jackson. They're saying, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Janet was clearly pregnant in the When I Think of You video. Really? Uh, then someone else said on Janet's last episode on the TV show Fame, she was pregnant. You can see it. Uh, I want to hear Janet speak on working with Tupac and then... Uh, Miss Kitty says, where is Chico? I used to love him. So anyways, they are going off this. I can't even keep up with these comments. Oh, and dating Bobby Brown. They want to know about that. I think, you know, I think they talk. I think I read in an article somewhere that she talks about the dating Bobby Brown thing in the documentary. Ooh, I like it. She's been mysterious. Like she hasn't put her business out there. So I'm in, I'm in, I'm here for it. All right. Speaking of business, Yo-Yo is telling the business and uh, made an interesting claim in an interview with Jasmine Summers, uh, because Yo-Yo was really close to Tupac before he died in 1996, she was asked if Tupac ever spoke to her about his love life and if Jada Pickett-Smith was, in fact, the love of his life. Yo-Yo claimed she was the love of Tupac's life. Watch this. To you a lot about his love of Jada. Like, what did you, I mean, was that his, do you think that was his true, true love? Jada? No, I, no, I was. I love it. I love it. Don't play with you. Know, what y'all think about this? I mean, when the clip goes on, she kind of retract. You know, she kind of, you know, she kind of was playing. Um, what I did not like, though, what I thought was a little classless is that even in Yo-Yo playing and being polite and jovial, it felt almost as if she tried to undermine um, what we have come to know as this super close relationship between Tupac and Jada. So I, I kind of didn't like it. But hey, hey who am I? Al, what do you think about this? You know, I loved every second of it. 
<laughs> you know, I love every second of it. I believe her. I think she's got some great stories. She said Tupac loves everybody. He was a Gemini. He's romantic, loves all the women. Sounds like me plus the men. Um, but there's something that we can't deny. The chemistry in that Patra's video, romantic call video between Yo-Yo and um, Tupac. I believe it. I, I just, I believe it. I just saw something there that was very unique, something that you can't make up. And we also know that Yo-Yo and Tupac were a part of that West Coast uh, NWA death row stuff. And then the rumors also have it that he's written a lot of songs for her as well. I, listen, there's enough room for there to be more than one real love. I think the reason why we gravitate to the Jada one is because they look cute. I think, you know, whoever um, is the last man standing, the one that didn't pass on is the one that is telling us a story. We don't know what we I didn't hear from Tupac's mouth. I don't remember. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember him fawning over her the way she's been fawning over him. So I think, you know, you, you can kind of take advantage of that. Like, you know what? He really loved me, y'all. Like, we had a, such a close bond. And uh, Yo-Yo, I love Yo-Yo. That's my girl. I don't see Yo-Yo as lying, though. I don't. And I, I don't thought, see was, it, was it Yo-Yo with... Ice Cube, didn't they go together or they just worked together? No, I think they worked together. I think they worked together because she, he, she addresses of- that she dated him or something like that because they addressed that in the interview, actually. So you're right, Q. They did work together. But listen, at that time, just like, you know, what's going on in the music industry now, they all kind of like mingle, like Faith Evans and Biggie and Little Kim. Well, I think it's like the, the Drake situation. Every time Drake make a song, Kiki, do you love me? All the girls I know with the K name, I know like four girls looking so dumb. They're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, they, they ain't talking about you. He's not talking about, like, I think Tupac, it's like that. Everyone's claiming him because a lot of women and, you know, men, everybody liked him. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Yo-Yo is one to lie, though. I don't. I just think she's like, okay, I'm tired of this scene like this big love story. I knew him. It wasn't like that. Y'all put time. Right, right, right. You getting ready to do karaoke? I'm just holding my mic because I have a whole new situation here tonight. About <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is she over there doing? I'm practicing. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. We have like a couple minutes. Going straight to this show is going straight down the drain. <laughs> is it? She looks like a pageant host. And the next contestant is. You know what? Because I got some new um, clippings thrown in real quick. So we got two minutes left. All right. So, uh, okay. You know what? We don't have time for any of the stories. No. We don't. I know you don't want to talk about this one right here. Um, Q. Real quick, Roller Ray is in the news. Ugh. He said he don't like people that rock with the crystals and the charms, and he thinks those kinds of people are the devil's child. Take a look at what else Roland Ray had to say. Oh, do we have time for this? Like, like astrology, or people who like the turret readers, I love turret readers, but I hate spiritual people. It sounds like he has some crystals in his mouth. I don't know what he said. <laughs> For real. You know, just because you're in a wheelchair don't make you exempt from a read. Roland Ray is an idiot. And that whole speech is just evidence of the fact that our true ancestral you know, uh, religious practices have been indoctrinated up out of us. And we've been given this whole other idea of a religion that ain't even ours. 
we don't even have the time for me to educate him. So I'm just going to let him live this week and we're going to pick that back up next week. <laughs> we will dive deeper into the Roland Ray story on Friday. All right, y'all. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thank you for watching us on the Fox Soul YouTube channel. Stay tuned for Fox drama series, Our Kind of People. We'll see you on Friday. What is that? Is that an alpha shirt? <laughs> All my brothers. What's up? You want to say something to them before we go? You got five I already, seconds. I already did. Thank you. Bye, Al, y'all. Turn it. All Happy right, y'all. Day. Bye, Bye, y'all. Bye.